It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Bowls time now. One of the highest participation sports in New Zealand. So there'll be a lot of eyes and ears on what's happening at the World Bowls Championship. We've got some fine bowlers representing us over there on the Gold Coast. And our voice of bowls, New Zealand's voice of bowls, Kevin Hickland, joins us after day one. Kev, satisfied with day one for the uh, Black Jacks? Well, excellent day to start, uh, Mark. Yes, we had a really good day on day one. Uh, we had our New Zealand men's triples team. They went through unbeaten, as did Taylor Bruce in the uh, women's singles and also the other women's fours. Our men's peers, they lost one game yesterday against Thailand by 12 shots to 10. And our Paros had a, a mixed day as well. But overall, day one, uh, you could be very happy with it. Big day, though, here on Musgrove Hill today. Uh, another beautiful day up here on the Gold Coast. Bit of breeze. Uh, New Zealand's travel team, uh, they're playing right now. Uh, they're playing Papua New Guinea right now, but they've got two big matches after that today. That against the unbeaten Irish side uh, and South Africa, and that will pave, pave their way, hopefully, through to uh, quarterfinals and in the middle contention. So, yeah, pretty good day uh, to start the, the World Champs, Mark. You know, when you consider we've got 43 countries here from around the globe. You know, it's uh, now we saw yesterday as an example. You know, the, a real yeah, upset. The Indian men's pairs team beat the, I would say, the number one seeded Australian pairs combination. India running out the winners. So you know, there's going to be upsets every day. So really, if we take day one here on the Gold Coast at the World Champs, great start by New Zealand. It is a sport where we see upsets happen. It's not infrequent, is it? And these. Teams that you just think, oh, you can put a line through them and they go and beat world champions and really high-performing peers. What what do you put down to the, the frequency of upsets, Kev? Well, a lot of it, I think, now, Mark, is that, uh, you know, the greens, whereas before we used to have big variations in speed between the northern hemisphere and southern hemisphere, uh, we've no, no longer got such a big gap in between. Uh, the advent of, you know, with the greens here today at Musgrave are in about 13 seconds. New Zealand greens run around 15, 16 seconds. Now, the reason why they're running 13 seconds today, we did have rain overnight, so that will speed up again uh, throughout throughout the day. And also the advent of artificial surfaces, uh, you know, all weather surfaces that have been put down now around the globe, that's seen the gap come back really with some of these you know, minnow countries, as I you know, not wrongly call them, but they are minnow countries and as far as the sport's concerned, that there's always the opportunity for upsets uh, on the cards. So how many different venues and how do they differ uh, across over there in the Gold Coast? So we've got five venues on Musgrave Hill today. We've got uh, Broad Beach, Hallandsville, Paradise Point and Mudjurabar. Now the good thing about these greens over here on the Gold Coast really, uh, Mark, there's very little variation in between the greens, uh, the green speed and the green services. As I say, I'm looking out here now and, you know, the, the, the greens are absolutely pristine, uh, you know, the, the, as they were yesterday uh, when we were at Mudjurabar. So, you know, they present a fantastic playing environments for the people, uh, for the players. 
Uh, and also, it creates uh, that for the viewers uh, here, a big crowd in here this morning at Musgrove. Uh, you know, it, it's a great spectacle for them to watch because the best players in the world are playing uh, on the best surfaces. Yeah, and we talk about bowls being a big sport in New Zealand, but it's it's huge in Australia. I see I see when they have those um, made-for-TV type events with the music and the coloured clothes, it's really well supported, particularly on the Gold Coast. So I'd imagine the crowds are going in. Oh, they said, and it's free the, the, to all of the five venues on, on the Gold Coast here, Mark, yeah, most surprising for a world championship is they, um, it's free admittance to all of the venues right throughout the whole, uh, right throughout the whole event. And plus, you know, for a number of the New Zealand parents, supporters, others here, they've got shuttle buses that are running between the motels or hotels to the various venues to take you to, you know, to, to take you to the, to the green. So, you know, they do it very, we've got to admit that they do it so well over here. They're large clubs, as we know, and the gaming machines make a big part of that component. But uh, they certainly know how to put on an event. And as soon as these world championships finish, oh, in about 12 days' time, the day after that, the world champion of champion singles also starts here on the Gold Coast, which is all of the winners of the men's and women's singles from the, all the respective countries around the world will be playing here as well uh, immediately after the World Championships. Geez, these people had to get, get up some big leave balances from their jobs, Kev. <laughs> well, see, if we take the Australian side as a case in point, like, yeah, they're virtually full-time assigned to the respective clubs. You know, they're literally, that is their job. You know, here at Musgrove Hill, where Chris Lee is in the New Zealand side, uh, he's playing on his home greens today, but he's the bowls coordinator here. And so they've got guys here who work in various jobs, et cetera, et cetera, which enables them to play because... The clubs are very generous in, in, in that regard, but you know it's certainly it's a different scene to what we have uh, in, in, around the globe. Actually, to watch here in Australia, you know, I had, a, I had an interesting chat yesterday with this t- side from Switzerland who practice on the ice. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I was going to mention yeah. like our our men's peers. You mentioned went down to Thailand yesterday. I've been to Thailand a few times. Never seen a bowling green. Um, <laughs> internationally, bowls. Um, there's some teams competing there. I thought I didn't even know they played. Can can you tell us about? Oh, give us a bit absolutely. of a snapshot of the of yeah, the world yeah. game. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a very generous, so to speak, in how some of these countries it comes about. Because if I take the Malta the Malta team as an example, you know, I stand to be corrected, but the bulk of the Malta side actually live in Australia, right? And they but they they're from Malta. The USA men's side. There's two Australian based players in their five. So. There are players like Ryan Bester, who's playing for Canada. He he's works the uh, the Broad Beach Bowls Club. So, a number of these transient players are based in various you know, in New Zealand and Australia, and they uh, when it comes to these events, they're uh, eligible to play for their respective countries, and that's what they're doing. But in saying that, though, with the advent of artificial services and covered in complexes, which is the copious amount of those being built in New Zealand at present. It lends itself to a, to a sport now or a leisure that can be played 365 days of the year, 
any time of the day or night. Uh, so it's no longer just a summer sport, so to speak. We're having the artificial services. We've got a multi-purpose, uh, you know, multi-purpose venues. Mm, yeah, I've been to the one at, uh, I think it's a 9-9 Wellington. It's a magnificent venue and you can play. Certainly is, certainly is. Just give me an explanation too. Like we've got um, in the women's blackjack singles, we've got Taylor Bruce and in the, uh, I think it's in the fours, Caitlin Inch is the skipper. So that's five women bowlers taking part. Do they finish Correct. the competition and then split to pairs and triples? Yeah, so at the moment we're playing the women's fours and women's singles and that'll play through to all the finals over the weekend on Sunday. The men are playing the men's triples uh, and men's pairs. They'll do the same. Their finals will be in the weekend. Then we reverse. Next week we'll have the men's fours and then singles and uh, the women's pairs and the women's triples. So they rotate. So the teams are five and you play in two, and you're selected to play in two disciplines and they rotate around. Is that the same for every country? Yes, it is. But but also what is, and some countries have done this, uh, Mark, some countries don't have a full complement of five men or five ladies. They just might have a, a couple of players, so they might just play in in the pairs and, or in singles. It's, it's, but most of the countries, to be fair, most of the countries have got uh, a full complement of disciplines uh, of the, uh, let's say, 10 players, five men, five women. Uh, so it's, it's a huge event. You know, it's a... 44 countries, it's a lot of countries to get and move around logistically, do all sorts of things. And I suppose the big thing in the favour here on the Gold Coast is you can just about guarantee the weather is not going to be too detrimental to the running of the event. Yeah. What time do they start in the morning and when does the final uh, match finish at night? So they play the uh, first game gets underway at 8.30 a.m. in the morning. They're playing three rounds during the day and they finish at around about... 4.30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. But yeah, it's uh, three rounds, 8.30 start, and uh, they've got time limits. I think it's two and three quarter hours on each each game. So uh, it's a full day on the green, and uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, uh, it's people say playing top-class bowls, are, well, it's not that difficult. Well, it's pretty uh, it's, it's pretty onerous, I can assure you that. It's pretty hard. And uh, you know, these, these guys will be playing for about... Uh, Eleven days, yeah, eleven days on the trot. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a big event. It is, and finally, the the marquee thing, the ones we need to watch out for today for, for the New Zealand. You know, their biggest challenges in each of the each of the four uh, disciplines well, that are taking part today. Well, I think Taylor Bruce. I'm looking out in front of me now. She's playing Switzerland now in the women's singles. I'm sure if Taylor Bruce can get a couple of further wins today, uh, she'll be looking really, really good uh, to get into those quarterfinal playoffs. The men's triples, which is out on the other green here at Musgrove, as I say, they were unbeaten yesterday and they're playing PNG right, right this moment. And then they've got the two big games against Ireland and South Africa. And if they get through those, uh, I just about guarantee that they'll be there in the quarterfinals and getting close to playing for uh, middle contention. And also we've got our power of peers and vision impaired teams taking yes. part as well. So, geez, it's encompassing a lot of athletes. It certainly is. It's a, 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 in fact, I was talking to someone yesterday and they told me um, how many, you play in the end, how many games of bowls are roots throughout this whole tournament. And I think it's something like 1,440 matches will be will be played from yesterday through to the completion on the, in, in about 11 days' time. Wow, fantastic. And the morale's good amongst the Kiwis, I guess. Uh, almost a perfect start to the to the comp. 
Well, like you know, in high performance sport, Mark, if you can get that day one, you know, the good results under your belt, it just gives you that, that, that sort of extra, extra jump to go into the next day. And uh, now I can assure you, I was talking to New Zealand team last night and this morning, and uh, certainly in good heart, a great start. Mike Kernahan, the New Zealand coach, was delighted with how things went uh, yesterday. And now we've just got a today's building day, really, for this first week. If we get good, good results today, um, we're just about there to be playing off with quarterfinals and hopefully for their uh, medals. Brilliant, Kev. Um, sounds like a great start for the New Zealanders, which is exactly what we want. We're not we're not behind the eight ball, but like the All Blacks are at the moment after that massive no. <laughs> So uh, thanks <laughs> for keeping yeah. us up to date, and we'll stay in touch, buddy. Thanks, Mark. All the best.